Before we start today's show, I want to let everybody know where you can find, interact, and support the show. First, follow us on Twitter at WBGCast. Again, WBGCast on Twitter. Second, subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. Also, don't forget to give us a rating review so that other people like you can find the show too. Three, support the show by heading over to patreon.com forward slash WBGCast. Our goal is to eventually remove all ads from the podcast. Help us get to that goal by going to patreon.com forward slash WBGCast. And if you sign up for the $5 a month contribution, we'll give you a shout out at the end of every episode. Thank you for your support. Welcome to the Wannabe Gaming Podcast, episode 16. It's Tuesday, April 30, 2019. I'm Brett Jackson, and joining me as always is Michael Dewey. What's up? Hey. So, it's been it's been a, a boring week for me for playing games. I gotta be honest with you. Uh, we played Friday, and then I haven't actually been able to pick up the console or do anything uh, since then. The truth, the truth is, my wife is now on summer break, and so... Oh, yeah my um my honeydew list is a little longer as well as um she has more free time to hang What's out. What's a honeydew so, list? Like honey do this and I oh. need honey do that. <laughs> I love it. I'm going to use that later with Ashley. <laughs> uh, yeah, not like the the fruit honeydew or the melon um but yeah, honey do this and honey do that. Um and uh anyways, yeah, but she also has wants to have more free time to hang out. And so, um, even though she's working a few jobs, she's not going to school. So she's able to do some of that throughout the day. And so in the evening she's like, she says, Hey, let's go, let's watch something or let's do something. And I, I do enjoy hanging out with my wife. So I'm, that's not me complaining, but that's just, uh, you know, changing what, um, I'm able to do and when I'm able to do it. So I'm kind of with you though. I, I have been playing Diablo like a bit here and there still, cause I'm still just hooked on it, but uh, for the most part, I feel like I'm just, I just had a slow week. Not a lot is going on. There's been some announcements, but it's mostly like on the PlayStation side or with something else that I'm not really that into. Uh, so it's like, yeah. oh, cool. I'll, I'll click into the article, but I'm not going to play any of it um, or focus too much on it because it's not going to be something I'm going to pick up. Yeah. But I, yeah. I would have to say it, it's uh, the last few weeks have been uh the video game industry has been quiet and the movie and tv series industry has been booming so i yeah, feel like that's kind of where we've been at too <laughs> yeah so i feel like there's like an ebb and flow in in seasons throughout the life uh, or throughout the year and there's moments when video game stuff is like all the rage and all the attention and then there's times where the others is not you know is more focused so i mean for example we have end game yeah, that came out and that was blowing up, blowing up the records for opening weekend, which I have not seen. So I've not uh, not gone to see it myself. But you said and you already have, like, spoiled it. You, or you said you already watched like a spoiler review. So you know what happens. Yeah, no, I watched spoiler review. So I know what happens on it and stuff. And then you have like Game of Thrones coming out as well. And I'm much more into Game of Thrones. But also, my wife's huge into Game of Thrones. So that's kind of been what we've been doing in the evenings is watching the game of Thrones, especially every Sunday night. So I've kind of um, been, I'm on the reverse. Cause I think we were super pumped about Marvel 
that's why we moved the podcast last week. Maybe, I guess you put it up the same night, so maybe for the listener it didn't move, but uh, we yeah. recorded it one day late because I wanted to go to the movies uh, with my wife to see Captain Marvel before we went to see Endgame. We got tickets for Sunday morning. <laughs> oh, nice. Like um, bright and early. Well, at noon, uh, I guess, I think the earliest you can see it over here is 11, but that mm. one was booked up. Because uh, at the theater now, we always go to Regal Cinemas. It's like down, it's only like five minutes down the road. But they, at all their theaters now, even when you go up to the like box office and buy your t- physical ticket, you still have to like, they flip the screen around and say like, which two seats do you want to reserve? Uh, and you have to pick them from the grid. And they never used to do that. So now you can't really guarantee like a good seat by just getting there early, which hmm. we always used to do. Uh, just because you know, go hang out at the movies and whatever, like eat some popcorn or do whatever. Uh, but now you can't do that. So I we and if you reserve them in the app, even in their own app, there's a three dollar convenience fee for buying your tickets through their app. So I was like, no, I'm not paying that stupid fee. Uh, so it's we, like they're trying to penalize people from like getting all the good seats so that people will still come to the theater. No, that's exactly what it is. Because think about it. If you could buy your your tickets online on the app and then you look and all the good seats are taken, you're not going to go and get a crappy seat. However, if you drive all the way there and all the crappy seats are taken, you're going to be like, I'm already here. I'll just take these ones. <laughs> yeah, probably. So like, that's literally what they're doing. It's the worst. I hate it, it is. It's terrible. Um. So, But we saw Captain Marvel on Tuesday night and then we were looking up like during the previews and the whatever pre stuff they show now on our phones, like for which Avengers uh, show wasn't fill up because <laughs> yeah. they show you the seat uh, charts on your phone. But Sunday at noon was the only one that had our favorite seats available. So immediately when Captain Marvel was over, we went out to the box office and just said, can we buy our physical tickets here? And we'd have to pay the fee. <laughs> we just put them in a plastic bag for safekeeping and put them in a magnet <laughs> on the fridge all week. Because <laughs> well, the tickets that they give you at Regal are like not cool concert tickets. They're like receipt paper that's like the size of like your thumb so if <laughs> if, if you lose it, it just blow in the wind it's gone like blows in the wind so yeah we put it in a baggie and start stared at it all week <laughs> wouldn't wouldn't it be and if they haven't figured this out regal i know you're listening to our podcast so here's a pro tip for you when you buy them shouldn't your app be connected to like a membership number it is. So that when you buy it, it you should be able to show your digital ticket on your f- app. Uh, I'm actually wondering if that's possible now. I'm not sure. And you it, then you wasted putting a baggie yeah, on your fridge. <laughs> that's, all probably, week. that's probably true. I probably did it for nothing. I should. Oh man! I, next time we try it, I, next time we do that, I will try and see like if you buy a physical ticket with your card if it like registers an e-ticket on your on your phone because yeah it's all hooked up to your account number but i don't know i didn't even think about that i didn't think about like i don't know i'll have to try it i'll report back next time we do this okay cool um, except i'm we, dying to know now we you saw must go to movies. any movie <laughs> well i saw somebody like i've seen people swipe their phone like with the person that takes your ticket like with the barcode but it to me it always looked like oh they bought their ticket online so i'm not sure if it's synced or not but it may it might be but Hmm. i'm not paying that fee man yeah no i wouldn't pay three extra bucks yeah on tuesday that's why we went on tuesday because it's only 550 um instead of if you go on saturday night now 
or any night probably it's like 12:50 here um Shoot. and it's if you go on tuesday it's 5:50 any time of day so uh yeah three dollars that's like more than half your ticket in a fee that that's for like an extra small drink yeah and if you're buying <laughs> drink in the movies i don't get it man i never you, eat stuff at the movies you're doing it so wrong expensive. you gotta smuggle it in i do get the yeah we do smuggle candy in um pretty much every time I'll get the, because they give you like points and stuff, and I will use my points sometimes on like a free popcorn or a free drink, um, and then you can upgrade it for a dollar. <laughs> I got to admit, big one. your mom and dad were like the pros oh, at they're still, smuggling. They're still pretty bad. Actually, yeah. they, well, your they mom still brings smuggle out, stuff like, in, the but... the king-size assorted candy bag, and it's like, hey, do you want some? One time, <laughs> it's like trick or treating. One time we went to, I can't remember what movie we were in, but we were all in the back row, like up top with me and my wife who hadn't gone to the movies a ton with my whole family at that point. Uh, and my mom and my dad and my grandma. And then like right before the movie's about to start, we turn <laughs> I over. I hear and, the crinkling already. And mom is sitting there with like, a paper plate and some napkins and a, a bunch of uh, sliced cheese and crackers in a big plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like splitting it out and be like, do you want some cheese and crackers? Um, if your mom comes to a theater with lasagna, I would not be surprised. <laughs> I think the, I've, I've done bean burritos before, like Taco Bell bean burritos. Oh, Taco Bell. I was going to say homemade. Yeah, not homemade. That that would take, I feel like those would be messier. Well, Taco Bell could get pretty messy too, but if they're good yeah. ones, they should stay together. But yeah, I don't know. We always smuggle candy in, but um, sometimes I'll get, I'll get the rewards points popcorn or something. But yeah, yeah. anyways, uh, enough about Regal Cinemas etiquette. That's the only theater we have around here that's like close. So that's pretty much what we go to. But yeah, yeah. so we saw Captain Marvel last week. I think I talked about it last week. I thought it was, eh, it was okay. It wasn't bad. It was just like not that exciting. Um, yeah. But I'm glad I saw it uh, before Endgame. That was the the huge one, and it was three hours long, so it was an experience. Did you uh, Did you get up and go to the bathroom? I did not. Um, no, I did not. I did you not get, get like, a drink. As soon as the movie is done and you don't have to go to the bathroom, when you walk out, it should get. You should get like an Xbox achievement. It's like. Bling! <laughs> didn't have to pee for three hours too <laughs> for three hours i yeah well we got our seats right behind the bar so i've said that before that if i'm behind the bar i could go six hours i wouldn't have to pee it's in your mind <laughs> it's in your mind all in the mind so i want to talk a little bit about uh game of thrones is the episode three yeah and a little bit about the avengers endgame so i want to give everybody a warning since we're doing timestamps now you can go ahead and look in the description and jump ahead to the appropriate time. Um, we are going to be potentially having some in. spoilers. Yeah, so there will be like some spoilers and stuff that we'll be talking about with this. So again, want to warn you, if you want to watch Game of Thrones and haven't watched it already, and you don't want to have any spoilers with it, don't listen, skip ahead. And same with Avengers Endgame, we're going to talk a little bit about that. Um, so this is kind of your last warning. Um, I'm going to go ahead and uh, make my little infamous snap. <laughs> I'm going to keep that one in there so I don't have to edit it out so you guys know. Um, so from this point forward, we're going to talk about spoilers, and then I'll we'll put a timestamp of when we start talking about news. So Yeah, because um, there's not that much news, so I'd love to talk about movies and TV. 
Yeah, so we're going to skip, you can skip pretty much the entire episode. No, I'm just yeah. kidding. <laughs> if you hate movies, if you only came for the video games, uh, we'll talk about some later. Yeah. So here's my question for you about uh, about it. You know, comparing the two, um, I know you watch both of them. Which one do you think was more shocking? The oh, Endgame the, uh, or Game of Thrones? Oh, Endgame or Game of Thrones. Um, honestly... I, it's hard because I feel like I'm not as attached to Game of Thrones probably um, as I am to Marvel. I don't think Endgame was that shocking. Uh, there yeah. wasn't any crazy... I mean, like I said, I think I've said this before, like you know how it's going to end. Like You know that they're going to win and they're going to right the wrongs. Uh, you just don't know how they're going to do it and you don't know exactly like who's going to, you know, if somebody's going to die along the way or who exactly but even that kind of stuff you kind of knew uh i mean we're talking spoilers so it doesn't matter you kind of knew so, so here's here's my question real quick with, with the first spoiler in there is black widow yeah does she die in this movie at the beginning because it's not at the beginning but she does die it's it's in the middle oh, okay um, because one the the whole movie is about time travel um yeah and which to, to start was I felt at least when they first introduced it I it was kind of like a little tropey just like oh it's one of these movies uh, yeah. where it's like it just kind of opens up a can of worms for like all these like plot holes in your mind of like wait but if this does that then does this do this and it almost how, seems like a cop out too kind of yeah like that's in when they first introduced it my mind kind of went there to like oh I wish they would have figured out a different way to resolve this but I don't know. I, I kind of made peace with it, I think, as the movie went on. I liked how they did it. Um, plus, there's a lot of... They they do a lot of, like, jokes uh, when they first introduce it about, like, bashing time travel movies. And then <laughs> there's even, like, a scene where Ant-Man's, like... They're, like, explaining how time travel works, like uh, the Hulk is, because he's, like, the scientist guy that's helping them. Yeah. And then they're, like... The other guys, they're, like, trying to be, like, but what about this movie or this movie? And they're going off of like all these eighties time travel movies or whatever. And at the end he's like, wait, so you're telling me that back to the future is all bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like they do kind of at least start it in the right way. Um, and they, they do their best to explain their paradigm of what time travel is, <laughs> which is like, you know, it makes enough sense in the moment, but you still have to be willing to buy all that up front uh for the movie to be to make sense like or to yeah. be good i feel like if if you're out at that point and you're like no this is stupid then you're you would hate this movie and you would hate <laughs> how they ended it but i was fine with that um but yeah so basically the plot is like time travel using ant-man's you know quantum technology or whatever they figure that out yeah. and then they all have to split up to go get the infinity stones back um in the past because Thanos destroys them at the beginning of the movie. Um, so they can't like, they can't fix anything um, unless they go back in time, get all the stones and then bring them back to the future <laughs> and then use them. Uh, and black widow and Hawkeye are paired together to go get the soul stone, which is the orange one that is in infinity war. It's like that cliff where with red skull guarding it, uh, where Thanos takes Gamora and then has to like sacrifice her oh. to get to get it. So they have to go to that one. And I guess I should have called that like right away. But you you realize like once they're there, it's like oh, 
like the only way for them to get it at is that, at that point in time die. is for them to do the same thing Thanos did. And, and then it's like, Oh, it's a good thing they went because if like the Hulk and Captain America went like, are they going to be able to be like, to sacrifice one of them and be like, yeah, I truly loved him. So I should, I deserve the stone. <laughs> like it's a good <laughs> thing they picked uh Hawkeye and black widow. Cause they have a relationship like in previous movies of like, they're really good friends and they know each other's families and stuff. Um, but yeah, oh, so that's, that's really heartbreaking. Then that's kind of messed up. It's a good scene. Like it, and it's really, cause they're like realizing it and like knowing that somebody's going to have to do it, uh, to be able to get the stone and take it back to the, future (laughs) yeah and then but then they kind of like start to fight for it and there's like a scene where you know they're trying to trick each other so then they can run and jump off the edge but then like hawkeye like jumps off but then black widow like jumps off after him and then like i don't know like she like grapples him or something and then like sticks him into the cliff and then she ends up being at the bottom where he's like holding her from falling and then he has to let go like it's just mm. it's a whole deal but yeah it was it was an emotional scene gotcha. um so yeah that's the first probably b- big spoiler i think a lot of people were frustrated because she dies but they don't do nearly as much of a send-off to her as they do to the other character that dies <laughs> yeah mr iron man yeah so and the <laughs> and which to be fair like he's the he is pretty much the the center and the founder of that entire universe. So, but I I do feel like maybe they could have at least had like black widow at the funeral, like maybe a little, did they not even give her a funeral? Not really. I mean, there was, there's like a moment, maybe I'd have to watch it again because maybe I missed something, but it really felt like they didn't give her almost anything. It's like, Mm. there's a scene after they get back and they realize that, you know, she's gone that they're like out by the dock and they're just like, you know, really frustrated and Hulk's like mad and throwing stuff across the the lake or whatever. But I don't think it was a funeral. And then at the end it, for Tony Stark's funeral, it's just about Tony Stark. And like, there's his thing, like with his core floating out into the, into the mm. lake or whatever. And, but I, I was like, maybe they should have put something for black widow there too, but I could have missed it. Yeah. Um, yeah, when you say core, you mean his arc reactor? Yeah. It's like the one that says like, proof that he has a heart around it um, from as from one of the other movies i think and then gotcha and yeah there's like a bunch of people standing at that funeral they like pan through everybody like really slow and there was this one kid in the back right in front of like almost the last guy but it's like a teenage kid and we were like who the heck is that (laughs) and we couldn't figure it out and then we looked it up and it's like oh it's the little kid from iron man 3 yeah uh, just grown up and it's like i didn't recognize him at all even when I knew, like, compared the actors, it's like, looks nothing like him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, so, yeah, it was good. I don't know if there's, like, because you haven't seen it. Is there anything else you, like, well, do you, do you I, know the rough plot? So, yeah, you, you pretty much hit pretty much everything on the rough plot. I guess my thing is, is do you see anybody come back to life after he snapped his fingers? Like, do those people who oh. disappeared? So, I think, like, pa- Black Panther, I think, died. and Well, um, everybody comes back pretty much. Like, at least Spider-Man, I think, died too. At least from the snap, because what happens is, like, they finally do get all the stones back uh, from the past, um, and then they put them into a new Infinity Gauntlet, like an Iron Man gauntlet that yeah. he made, and then they use it to pretty much undo everything, or the Hulk uses it, because <laughs> uh, he's the <laughs> only one that's, like, strong enough to withstand the 
that using the gauntlet i guess, I guess oh, okay. like i guess that's a thing i didn't know that was a thing but i guess using the gauntlet like destroys you um so he was the only one powerful enough and then so it's like all reversed and at the end of the movie it's just a huge battle um and the what ends up happening is that like you know everything is like they're almost they almost lose and then uh doctor strange comes back and starts opening up uh, all these portals across the battlefield and then like you can see like all the wakandan troops and and all the heroes that were gone in the snap are like also coming through the portals like so there's like this huge like lord of the Rings style battle and then that's the end is like all the portals opened up and they're just like yeah um (laughs) it was cool like it's at the last battle the last hour of that movie is really really good gotcha Gotcha. um but yeah i don't i don't think um obviously gamora original gamora is dead she did not come back because that was before the snap but the new gamora because thanos comes forward in time in this movie because he realizes their plan so he has to come forward to stop them he brings past gamora with him (laughs) so there is a gamora alive now it's just not the right one and it's not the one that had the relationship with chris pratt so (laughs) she's like she's a gamora but she doesn't know him so is it is it different dimensions or is it different timelines does that make sense i i'm not really actually sure i understand exactly what they're doing i mean i don't think there's any i don't think there's any different timelines that they have to deal with anymore because like they brought in the current timeline they all went back to the past and then came back and then thanos came forward uh to the current timeline gotcha so everybody's in that and then he and then they beat him so it's like everybody's in the current timeline i they could do some stuff some weird stuff probably after this movie uh if they wanted to but i don't i don't really know what they would need to do the only weird one is loki because he dies in infinity war yeah but then they go back in this in endgame to the past before all that to get the tesseract um and it's it's around the original avengers when loki's in chains like because they just beat Mm. him and they captured him but then they mess it up and they like the tesseract pops out of the suitcase and then loki's standing there like with his handcuffs on and he just like touches it and then he warps into a a portal and he's gone and you never see him again so like technically the loki from the past is now who knows where so i don't know if they if they wanted to leave it open for him being able to like pop up in new movies or not. Well, are you, are you familiar with the Disney plus series that are coming out? Um, not all of them. So Loki is having his own show. So he's having his, there's a, there's a whole Loki TV series that's coming on Disney plus. Oh, like a live action one. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then cool. also Widowmaker has a, <laughs> you mean black widow <laughs> or black widow. Thank you. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. Not overwatch. Um, yeah, uh, Black Widow has a series as well, and they also are making a series for. Um, I think Falcon. Falcon was the one I knew about. Yeah, Falcon and the what's the one armed guy? What's his name? Uh, Captain America's friend. Um, Winter Soldier. Yeah, Winter Soldier. So those two are having one together. Um, so yeah, there's a whole bunch of like offshoot series that are coming out on Disney Plus from these heroes. So. And I don't that, know. That would be cool. Well, yeah, and the, if if they have, at least Loki's like alive now. I don't know. Yeah. They could do stuff too in the future. I would think and make it, 
makes sense, <laughs> at least as much as Endgame makes sense. Yeah. Uh, and then speaking of like Falcon, he is the new, I guess Captain the new America. Captain America, which I'm not really sure what that means. I know that's and, like, I, I've always kind of been like Falcon is okay. He's not that cool. And like, he's so much worse than Captain America because he doesn't actually have any powers. Like he's not yeah. super, he doesn't have super strength. He yeah. just has the suit, which is cool. Now he has this suit and a shield. Um, so I don't know. He just doesn't seem as cool, but I like the actor, I guess enough, but yeah, supposedly in the comics, um, sorry, yawn in there. Supposedly in the comics that that's what happens is, um, he becomes captain America anyway. So that's somewhat along the same comic book thread and line. Oh, okay. Um, so I guess also Iron Man has a daughter now as well. Oh I yeah. Heard something about that. That's kind of in the whole movie. Like you realize that up front that he's like, uh, cause the movie jumps five years in time, which is a big, like what? <laughs> uh, yeah. after like they lose to Thanos, there's really no way for them to fix it. So then it just goes five years later <laughs> and everybody's like, <laughs> everybody's like in different spots now. And they're not really like all one. They're not fighting f- for anything anymore. Who uh, saves Iron Man, by the way? Who saves Iron Man? Yeah, from the floating ship. Oh, yeah, it's um, Captain Marvel. <laughs> that's like <laughs> yep. that's probably like one of her two moments in the movie is like at the very beginning when she goes and saves him because he's like doing his final messages. That actually is a pretty cool scene where Tony Stark is out there alone with Nebula, uh, and it's just them two, and she's still kind of like. A, almost a villain <laughs> not really yeah. but it's like she's they're just they have a scene where they're playing like paper football on a table and she's just like uh and he's like explaining to her like oh you won you just won and sh- and he was like did, did was that fun and she was like yes that was fun <laughs> or like <laughs> it's just weird but it's it's a funny scene but then yeah so captain marvel comes back comes and gets them because she at that point had like i think talked to the people on earth and figured out like, Oh, he's out there somewhere. And then she comes back at the very end to do like a, you know, save them from annihilation, uh, which I thought was going to be frustrating if she was there, but it's not like the final moment, which is good. Like they put it kind of in the middle of the battle where it's like, Oh, where she like destroys his big ship. Um, but then there's still some moments after that, which are, much bigger and more impactful so i'm glad they didn't use her that much yeah okay um so yeah i it seems like an interesting movie serena and i are gonna go see it um i kind of like how they've ended it and you know we'll see what they choose to go into next especially seeing how they just broke massive records i'm sure they're gonna want to oh yeah what make everybody come back and it's weird because kevin feige or whoever that guy is like at marvel has there was an article that I saw that was he said like technically I view the next Spider-Man home uh I forget what it's called um the next Spider-Man movie that's coming out is like technically the end of phase three or this phase of the Marvel um cinematic universe which is like really like this really feels like the end. <laughs> this so, kind of feels like the end. I, maybe it's just, maybe it's just. But you even named crap, it end game. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and it's like, it's a good end point. I think the, my, my one takeaway from only seeing it one time is 
Infinity War is better is a better movie, um, especially on its own. Yeah. But Infinity War was always going to be the better movie because they had the freedom to pretty much do whatever they want um, and like leave you on a cliffhanger, which was cool and focus like a lot on the villain, which was awesome and let the heroes get crushed, which was also really cool. But Endgame has a lot of stuff that like they have to do uh, before you even go into the movie theater <laughs> and gotcha. Infinity War was cool because they had so much freedom, but then Endgame is like, they have to tie that storyline with Thanos, but they also have to end this whole like era of these heroes that don't want to be a part of the movies anymore. Uh, and they, they just have to tie up so many things. I feel like they did it really well, but it was just a more predictable um, movie. Yeah. So it, it was good though. I don't, I don't know like what they could have done better uh, seeing it like the first time it was really, really well done. Hmm. Well, cool. Yeah, I know I'm excited to see it when Serena wants to go. She 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 wants to see it sometime soon. So maybe we'll go in like a week or two. But um, did you have a hard time watching Game of Thrones because it was so dark? <laughs> Actually, yeah. Um, I was I was all ready to be like, stop complaining, everybody. And then like 20 minutes in, I was like, I can't see. I can't see shit. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, My favorite meme is from on Twitter. Some people are like, spoilers for game of thrones and it has like four pictures and they're all like solid black pictures <laughs> it it wasn't like like i i could understand like what characters were in the scene um but so much of it was that was about it i was like oh i know that Jon snow is flying on a dragon and i think i think daenerys is on the other one or maybe that's the ice king or maybe that's a cloud or like yeah I, it, there was a lot of and then all the battle scenes where it's just like you know cool but i don't know if they did they do that on purpose or was it like because i know you know some people have said oh they did that to make you feel the you know nobody like the tension of nobody knows what's going on and it's but it's like uh, i don't know i didn't really like it. it like it kind of made me confused a little bit at times yeah well so i have a, I have a lot of thoughts i've been thinking about it quite a bit so where to start um so it, it, the, i guess the thing that's frustrating is i was immensely frustrated with the execution of um the battles and like i just don't understand how they couldn't get certain things figured out so easily and what i mean by that again spoilers have to say it in case anybody's listening and made it through all those other spoilers and is not completely pissed off yet <laughs> um, um but like Danny, well, first off, you why did you send all of the, um, the horsemen into nothingness? Oh, just to get murdered. <laughs> yeah, to get murdered. So okay, the the lining of the troops. You had all of what are they called? Uh, what are those horsemen called? Um, the Dothraki. Yeah, thank you. The Dothraki. So the Dothraki are all lined up, right? Then the Lady of Red comes out and lights their swords on fire, and you're like, oh, hell yeah. Yeah, they get super pumped up. Yeah, but again, very front row, you have Dothraki. Right behind them, you have Catapults. Right behind them, you have the Unsullied, which again, why would you put Catapults in front of Unsullied? Like, put the Catapults at the very, very end, people. But whatever. Then you have the barrier that they installed, and I'm like, again... Put everybody behind the walls and the barriers. Let them come to you. 
because it ain't gonna go well if you go out against them seriously yeah, and they have like one archer every like 10 feet up on the wall <laughs> yeah they, it's like i miss like lord of the, i'm used to lord of the rings where there's like two thousand elves like all like it's like where are are those guys um (laughs) but they didn't have a lot of archers they're all frontliners yeah the the dothraki thing i like the only thing that i took from it was like okay they did that to have a reason for daenerys to go against the plan which which, yeah but it's a terrible reason like it's all it was a dumb Mo- you would hope thing. the the, the, the characters were smarter than that. Yeah, well, and but that wouldn't and have it's to be like, a problem. And the the if they needed a reason for her to do that, they probably could have come up with a better one than just like, oh, let's send all these guys and they just immediately die. <laughs> yeah. So so that was frustrating. And you can't it see a, any of it. Yeah, it was cool though to watch the the lights go and then watch the lights snuff out. It was like yeah. okay, that was a little little interesting. Um. But yeah, so they get slaughtered, just constant death, 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 death. Hard to see. You're squinting constantly, trying to figure out what's going on. And then they, they're like, light the light the line, the trench or whatever. And so they're, they're signaling, and Danny's supposed to be the one to come down and light it, but she can't see because of everything. And then they literally show Jon Snow on a dragon sitting on the edge of the wall looking down at the crevice <laughs> and i'm like dude you got a dragon make it go right it. now like do it and he's just sitting there watching and i'm like this is so annoying make something happen so then of course they um the i can't remember if they start shooting or having um archers shoot no so they have the archers try to light it didn't work and then they um the red lady goes out there and lights it on fire and it's all great. And all the undead are just chilling there. Right. And I'm like, you could shoot a few arrows over the, over there. Like just, you know, you have people on the wall, (laughs) just maybe just shoot a few over there. Just take care of this. And then they start dying and making a path across it. And then they start shooting. Yeah. Their archers are not on top of their game in this episode. (laughs) Yeah. So like the whole execution of the battle really ticked me off. Because I was like yelling at the screen the whole time of like, what are you doing? Do something. And so it felt like they were more sucked into the characters and not yeah, really they the thought focused on of the battle. More like, and some of the individual moments were like really cool. Uh, uh, like when that little girl like stabs the giant in the face uh, yeah. as, as on her <laughs> way out, like that was really cool. And some of the Arya stuff is really, go- really cool. And well, also, why was there only one giant? Because I'm pretty sure you've seen in the past other oh, yeah. like multiple giants, like ice giants. I think I think you're right. Like the the character stuff was cool, and it seems like they maybe like focused so much on that that they forgot to make the battle make, make sure sense. the battle was distinct. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it it wasn't that it wasn't cool, but it just seemed really sloppy, like sloppily sloppily written, and yeah. like I don't know. Honestly, yeah, so the w- the first three episodes of this season. I've kind of been let down agreed uh, by all three of them. Not that, not that I wasn't like interested, but the first two, I felt like, man, they should have just done all the stuff that they just did and put it into one episode because I don't want to sit here and watch all the talking and then sit again and watch just a bunch more talking. Um, and then the battle was a big letdown. Yeah. And the battle had a lot of other kinks too. So like the, the undead breakthrough, all the different lines and, the thing that I guess frustrates me too is it felt like, again, you can't see very well, 
but it felt like literally everyone died except for main characters. And like whenever you see different shots of them fighting, you only see the heroes. So you see Brienne and uh, Lannister standing next to each other fighting off all these things. Yeah. And then you see Sam all by himself fighting something. And then you see the Hound and the other guy fighting something. You never see like any casual people around. So it's almost like all these generals and leaders were out there. The casual person died and all the generals ran back inside and they're the ones last minute fighting. And um, so that was a little frustrating with all that kind of stuff going on. But then you have um, Arya kicking ass. Man, we're going to have to put a, an adult filter on this one. And say that this, is a, this is the third time we've sworn today. So. Hyped up. Um, yeah, we're a little hyped up. Um, but she's like doing crazy awesome stuff. She falls off the little ledge and then they pan to the hound and they're talking to him about what he needs to do. And they follow a few other heroes and then come back to Arya. And as far as we know, everything is still getting overrun at this point. And now she's in some library, like dipping, dodging, ducking around these zombies that are just walking down the aisles casually. That didn't make sense to me. I'm like, why are they? Yeah, well, I I didn't understand. It felt really disjointed to me because it felt like everybody was in this huge battle, and then all of a sudden, now we're like in in the inside of Winterfell. It's just like with some of the few characters, and there's like a bunch of like uh, whites like in there running around or walking slow, like. But yeah, what happened like to the chilling? It just seemed like weird because they almost immediately went from everybody's being overrun to now like it's just really quiet in there with a few people. Yeah. It's, it's, I, and I watched the interview thing at the end of the episode and they're like, we just really wanted to have a different tone, you know, of the episode, like in contrast to the big battle. I was like, okay, that's cool. But it doesn't make any sense to put it right, right in the middle. Like you need to at least have a transition of like, where was this character? Why did they decide to just walk inside? Um, I don't, it's, it was just a kind of a mess uh, in a lot of areas. Yeah, and the ending. I didn't. I did not like the ending. Um, you didn't like Arya. I I don't. I have no problem with Arya being the person that kills the Night King, but I just didn't think that the way they handled it was that monumental. It just felt so short and so cheap for how big the Night King has been. It's yeah. like it literally took five seconds of like, oh, she goes and then she does a dagger trick and then he's dead and then it's over. Yeah. Like it felt so short. Yeah. I feel like I felt like it needed to be like a bigger moment or a bigger battle or something. I don't know. It just felt kind of lame. I thought about that too for a little bit and I've come to I've made my peace with the idea that you know, when you see Jon Snow chasing after him to fight him, he stops and he raises the dead to overwhelm Jon Snow that the Night King doesn't really care to fight anybody one-on-one on a fair battlefield. Mm-hmm. Like he has no interest in doing that. Yeah. And so I can see why if he has to go out, it has to be something that goes out quickly because if not, then you, you'll have people being like, well, why didn't he ever just raise the dead around him and just knock him out? You know? Yeah. Like, what? Well, I guess I get that. I guess I, I just, the way it was done though, it was like, he's in this huge crowd of like with all these general guys and all these undead guys with him when he kills Theon. Um, and then like he starts just walking forward and then all of a sudden Arya like just comes out of the blackness cause you can't see far enough to see where those guys went or how yeah. she got through all of them. 
or like did she come from around the, the bushes and hide and then <laughs> i know she's like sneaky and that's like her character but it just felt like it just felt cheap like okay so here's here's the question would you have preferred her to all of a sudden take off brand's face oh and stab yeah him that way yeah that, i'm in for that that's way <laughs> I'd, i would never have thought of that but that would have been <laughs> crazy could, like could could she she can oh oh see we should have been on the writing team because she can take the faces of people who are die who have died so she couldn't have been bran because bran hasn't died um like she kills the people and puts and wears their faces yeah could she have worn like one of the ice walkers like the white walkers oh white walker uh, face the whites sure yeah his general people could she have worn that face like killed one of them and then come from behind and cha-cha! And That'd be off cool. Yeah, like once when Theon comes up and he's like distracted from, you know, sticking Theon, then she like just cuts off his head or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I would have loved that. I kept I kept saying I keep saying like many faces or whatever um, to Ashley all the time just because I I like saying many faces. But I would have loved, <laughs> and those were some of my like episodes that I thought were really interesting was when she was doing all that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was just kind of a letdown for me. I I, I think you want to see where it goes after this. Yeah. But. Yeah. I'll I'll definitely finish watching it, and I am still excited to see kind of what happens. But you kind of hit it really on the head. The kind of naming this the the Game of Thrones cheap because you have two immense battle situations. Everything else in this whole series, all seven se- seasons, have been drawn out, slow, methodical planning and manipulating and politicking and all these different things to get where they're at right now. Yeah. And then it felt like they were just kind of, Hey, we're kind of done with this episode or the the series. So we just want to wrap this up. So let's just go ahead and let's just wrap it up. People wrap it up. And yeah, it's just so cheap. It just feels cheap and fast and, and like nothing, nobody even died that I like, there was no moments of like, oh my God, they killed that person or something, which I was like, sure. Like at least if they're going to do the longest battle ever filmed or whatever, whatever it was, it's like, maybe somebody will die that I didn't want to die. And it's like, I could care less. (laughs) Like I knew Theon was probably going to die. Nobody cares about Theon. And his story was already done. Yeah. Like they didn't, they kept, like you said, all the main characters are still up and that's pretty much all they focused on. And except for Danny's, um, yeah, that was probably the most, maybe most emotional moment was like him dying yeah. and maybe the little girl, but she's not a main character, but yeah, she was only supposed to be a one scene character, but because yeah. she did a good job and the community liked her, that's why they brought her back. And it, it was a cool scene. That yeah. was one of my, at least scenes that I'll probably remember from that episode is her like getting smashed into the, <laughs> like away the first time. <laughs> and then her like just yelling at him like, yeah, and stabbing him. So, yeah. I, oh gosh, it's so frustrating though. Cause I feel like it, yeah, it's just not, I hope, I hope it gets better because there's three episodes left, right? Yeah. Three episodes left. So my thought process is this next episode is going to be a lot of just build up, a lot of setting the stage, a lot of getting everything situated, a lot of blah, 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 talk, talk, talk. Um, and then next episode will be, um, some more politicking, blah, blah, stuff going on, potentially some fighting. And then, um, the last episode, I feel like, is when they have to kill Cersei's towards the beginning. 
and then whatever falls fuck comes out for the who gets the throne because they're going to be like um, another battle battle i mean there episode. has to be because you got the Hopefully iron it's throne. during the daytime <laughs> yeah at least we'll be able to see that's a plus please make it out in a big green field yeah lush um, green beautiful field no darkness no whatever it's depressing because i i was i'm i actually haven't been enjoying game of thrones and i was like okay i'll sit through the first two because i like the story bits that they're doing it's just kind of slow and i'm kind of you know kind of bored of it uh yeah and then this was not what i was wanting to wait for it was just such a letdown for a big moment so here here's my predictions of the next little bit because don't forget um that the bounty hunter guy has a crossbow who to kill the lannister brothers so he's out to kill them if they survived the the fight which they did so my prediction is either this next episode or the one afterwards um Tyrion, who's the little Lannister, is going to save Jamie, the big Lannister, because Jamie's gonna have to be the one to kill Cersei's. I'm That's for, my prediction. I'm up for it. I used to like um Tyrion. I used to like actually I still like Tyrion. I used to like a lot of characters that I feel like I'm starting to not like anymore. Even I don't like, like Danny. I used to like Danny a lot and now I'm just like no, I hope she dies. Jon Snow forever. Yeah, um, yeah Jon Snow. Like, um, I don't want him to be with her anymore. Um, yeah, it's weird. I just don't like her character anymore. I feel like she's kind of like snooty and yeah. high and mighty. Get off your high dragon. Yeah, I want the freer of the slaves back. <laughs> By um, the way, did you see the previews for episode eight? Uh, or excuse me, uh, season eight, episode four? There are two dragons flying. So supposedly the one that Jon Snow is flying didn't die. It didn't die. No, so there's two dragons still. So We'll have to come um, back with our final Game of Thrones review. Yeah. Week to week. Week to week. Three more weeks. <laughs> we we can stop now. We've kind of talked quite a bit about it. So I mean, there, um, there's not a lot of news, but it'll probably take the rest of the episode to get through some of this. Um, yeah. It's so, not particularly anything crazy this week, but there's a few items. So here we go. Ready? I'm going to do like, um, I'm going to do this like, news. news. <laughs> Time for the news. Time for the news. Yeah. I have to do that every week. Uh, yeah. Not. We'll work on it. It'll we'll get, work it'll get it. better. <laughs> um, so Sony has been cooking up some stuff. Um, not probably not anything I'm gonna play. <laughs> uh, yeah, so but they have the two new release. Is it have they officially released? When do they release? Days Gone is. I don't know actually. Uh, the reviews are out, but I'm actually not sure if it's if it's out already or not. Release date yeah, April you... 26. It says on on okay. IGN. So Days Gone should be out, which is their, you know, another one of their big first party story games, open world. Um, similar to, I don't know if I want to say similar to The Last of Us because it doesn't seem quite to that caliber in terms of story and production value. Yeah. It seems more about like open world survival. It's a zombie game. But I, I don't know. I'm not super into it mainly because it's zombies, but it's also just even with The Last of Us playing that years ago, it's like, man, their games are a lot of times just so like dreary and depressing and I, I'm not into that that much. Life's depressing enough. Yeah, <laughs> we don't need a game to remind us. <laughs> I totally would have played Spider-Man uh, when they came out with that. If I had a PS4, that looked really fun to me. Yeah, it did. 
and so yeah that <clears throat> that's out it's been getting it got some it got like a five out of ten on GameSpot. some people are tearing Ooh. it tearing another review over there it got ign gave it like a six six and a half or something like which isn't great and but i've seen some youtubers saying like that i watch their channels for other stuff it's like saying like no actually it's fine <laughs> so i don't know it's it's probably just like if it's your type of game uh you know who you are and if it's yeah. not you're probably not going to enjoy it well um opencritic.com the website that i actually like going to for opinions on I, I usually resonate fairly closely to what they do with the reviews they gave it a 72 which is a meh uh, it's not a you know terrible one but it's definitely meh on their scale is that a user score or like aggregate of aggregate reviews yeah okay yeah which seems like fine it doesn't seem up to the caliber of like the other first party sony releases but i mean they don't got anything else coming out around this time so if you like zombies yeah it got i mean it got only 11 epic reviews it got 28 um, awesome or good reviews, 18 meh reviews, and 21 terrible reviews. So, like I said, it's like right in that middle, meh, you're going to love it or you're going to hate it. Um, critics only give it a 45. It, I mean, it looks pretty. It's got a lot of visually appealing stuff. Um, yeah, like you said, zombies. But remember, they're not actually zombies, Brett. You're not. Maybe zombies are trademarked, but these are freakers. Freakers. Man. Freakers, man. I mean, it's it's posted it out of Oregon. Um, I, I gotta say, yeah, I'm not going to go there, but, or it's based out of Oregon and, um, yeah, they're freakers, not zombies, which whatever that means. So there's another zombie game out. Oh um, yeah. Which one's that one? World War Z. I didn't World actually know a lot about this game. Uh, and I've seen a few things about it, like over the past couple of months and I didn't really know, like, is this a movie movie tie-in or or is it, I know the movie is based on like another universe, so I it's not a movie tie-in. Um, yeah, it's just a game based on that that same property, and I don't know. I I'm not really sure exactly what it is. Um, from the footage I've seen, it looks cool, but it it's still like it's another zombie game. It does have the cool like piles of zombies like going crazy fast that the movie had, which I always thought were a cool representation of zombie. Yeah. It's it's kind of like a it's a zombie strategy game co-op. So you have ideas of um take the points and you know do certain objectives with a team. So I think honestly I think this could be a fun game but only as like a co-op with somebody else. I don't think it's going to be something that you'd want to play by yourself necessarily. Oh, okay. It it doesn't have as many reviews on uh, open critic but the like it's overall score is actually slightly less than um the one we just talked about which was uh, days gone it's a 70 but it has a higher critic recommendation critic recommendation so days gone was 45 percent critics say you should play it and world war z 49 percent say you should should so it's only four percent more um to watch it so it's, they're both very meh games uh but i would say if i had to choose one to play because we play co-op and with with friends and stuff um i'd go with world war z for sure and we don't have ps4 so we can't play days gone anyway yeah um, exactly world war z i just looked it up it's also only 40 dollars, so they're not it's not um 
quite pitched as a full like triple a game yeah this is sort of a mid-tier release so if that's your thing i don't know if that's our group's thing <laughs> i don't I, yeah, not, i'm not, not really, really interested in it that much yeah um but to each their own some people like zombie games uh speaking of back to sony they um not that this is huge news that they're crushing it but it's a ign posted an article lots of people are posting this article but they're about to close in on a hundred thousand units um or thousand hundred million units yeah mm. when i kept reading that i kept saying a hundred thousand units is like that's like nothing did i put a hundred thousand in the google doc yeah oh yeah close to a hundred k um a hundred million uh units worldwide sold so they're doing pretty well i guess they're at 96.8 million so they'll probably cross a hundred million in q1 maybe yeah yeah i would probably imagine if all else fails for people whose uh, PS4s break and they have to buy new ones. <laughs> yeah. Or their yeah, old PS4s. They have what? They have the original. They have the slim. I guess they're similar to Xbox. Like they have three three main SKUs that have happened. The original, the slim, and the pro. Um, yeah, they're doing really well. I'm excited to see uh, like Xbox D3 reveal some stuff and then Sony actually reveal some stuff because they tease they've been teasing the hardware but it not officially so i mean they haven't, they haven't said anything that meaty yeah have uh have other consoles ever crossed the 100 million units sold do you know Ooh, um <laughs> probably I, I, I just wasn't sure if this was like a, a massive milestone that no other no other consoles have ever achieved or is this just kind of like a hey, we know we were successful with our console because we reached this milestone kind of a situation. Let me look up. I'm just going to do like the first article I see, so take it with a grain of salt. Yeah. Um, number 10, PlayStation Portable, 80.82 million. Game Boy Advance, 81. 360, 85 million. Um, PlayStation 3 was 86 million. Uh, PlayStation 4 is you know 88 but now closing on 100 the wii 101.64 million <laughs> it's oh, okay so the wii, so the wii has done it PlayStation. this has playstation original 104 million oh game, interesting game boys at 118 nintendo ds 154 and this says playstation 2 is at 157 that's a lot but playstation 2 is a big popular um yeah, that sounds roughly right. So yeah, consoles have crossed it. I guess the yeah. the one in recent memory was when the Wii took off with like uh, Wii Sports and everybody and their grandma like wanting to get a Wii. Uh, that was <laughs> is that's at least like when I remember that being a huge thing because everybody had it. Yeah, I remember my in laws got an Xbox One because of the Connect, so they could play Connect Sports. Oh really? Yeah, it's like they liked that one a lot. That's probably what Microsoft wanted everybody to do. Uh, they wanted it to be like, oh, everybody's gonna love the camera and what, but they didn't realize that it was. They should have marketed it to an older generation. Yeah, seriously. And plus, they didn't really. They bailed on it pretty quick. Like once the backlash yeah. started, so like there, there wasn't a lot of stuff that came out for it that was that great. Connect Sports was probably like the best Connect title I have played on the Xbox One, <laughs> and it came out like right at the beginning. Yeah, and they yeah. had that cool like face scanner. Um, that you could do to scan your face with the connect and then it would like put you on an avatar that kind of 
didn't look like you at all, but it <laughs> it it was it was a cool idea. I wish they would have done more with it, but yeah. I'm happy to pay a hundred dollars less for a console if they will if they don't include a gimmick that they want to take off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm I'm kind of bummed. I still have the Connect sensor because it's kind of just a waste to. I still have one too actually Um, I from my I don't have an old Xbox one anymore but I have the old connect because they wouldn't give me any more for a trade-in I think when I traded my old one in and I got the they did for a while like if you had the Xbox one s but you had a connect from the old Xbox one you could like send in your serial number and get a free adapter kit uh, with the cables to plug it in with USB Um, for free because they were like didn't want to burn people that upgraded but they don't have the port anymore for the connect um (laughs) on the new consoles so i got i got that kit and then i used my connect as like a webcam for my pc for a while which was super good quality but it weighs way too much for my monitor so oh that's a good idea i didn't even think about that if you have the if you have the cables um it actually is like a pretty decent camera and then now it's just sitting in a box getting dust yeah i need to get i need to see if i can get rid of it but i doubt anybody would pay me that much money for it yeah but so yeah we also have uh game pass games the ones coming up in may i think there's a few good ones coming out yeah it kind of depends on what you're into i just this was i like talking about game it's more fun to talk about game pass games than games with gold because they're usually a little bit more uh relevant or newer and games with gold especially i can't remember what it is this month but it's terrible uh and so yeah game pass games for may the probably the biggest one on here is wolfenstein 2 um, yeah which i've already played but if you haven't played wolfenstein 2 or one um the new series i think wolfenstein 1 is the new order and then wolfenstein 2 is the new colossus they're really good uh really fun they play really well and the story is like really cool you go through as bj blaskovitz and kill a bunch of nazis and <laughs> robot robot nazi dogs and stuff it's just like alternate history kind of thing yeah uh but i always liked their they do a really good job with the story and uh you just get a ton of guns that you can use and really fun weapons mm. and then i guess the other notable stuff on here for me i'll go through some of these war groove don't know what that is um the, it says the retro turn-based strategy game reminiscent of Advance Wars. That's what Wargroove is. Um, on May 9, Surviving Mars, which is actually something that I want to play. It's kind of like a city builder, but you're setting up a colony on Mars. And then hmm. just everything that goes along with that. But it, it plays like a city builder, it looks like to me. Um, Tacoma, which is a sci-fi narrative adventure game um, from the makers of Gone Home which I haven't played either, but Tacoma, I think it looked like you're kind of like in a space station um, and you're, it's just like a story. It's an indie game, so it's probably not going to be that long. Yeah. And then uh, MMORPG Black Desert, which I have a feeling is not going to be that great. I don't want to trash it without having played it, but it's like, it's like you know, that Korean-based uh, MMO. It's been on PC forever, and then they just ported it to Xbox One was a few months ago maybe and i haven't played it so i'm not sure if that'll be any good but i might try it and then anything else the surge don't know what that is um it says <laughs> souls like so it's probably like dark souls if you like that um 
and Lego Batman 3. Lego Batman! Which I probably would play um, if I have time. It's hard because I feel like I don't have as much time lately, but there's so many Lego games that I have on my account that I haven't played also. I don't know if Batman 3 would be my first choice. Probably have to finish Indiana Jones. Yeah, I was like, did we ever finish that one? I mean, we were both working on that for a little bit together when I came and visited that one time. Indiana Jones. I think that's yeah. the, the, still the last one that I'm like in the middle of. I love 100%ing the Lego games, but it takes so long. Um, yeah, it And does. I don't know if I have the stamina for it anymore. I think the last one I remember getting super deep into was the first Lego Marvel um, game, which I really enjoyed. I actually, my favorite one is the Star Wars Legos. That is also really good. I like that one as well. I man, I haven't played that one in so long. Yeah, there's two other topics we were going to talk about um, tonight. One is BlizzCon tickets. They're going on sale, I think, soon. Yeah, it's just, the... I think it's like maybe a week or May. I think it was May four. May the fourth be with you all. Yeah, two waves. They're going on sales in two waves. May of four and May eight is the second wave. Um, not that we're going to get them, but they're yeah. pretty expensive. It, but I would totally get it if I lived there. Yeah. Yeah. At least once. But I think I I wanted to talk about it more just for Blizzard in general of wondering, like, if anything's going to happen this year. Because last year's BlizzCon was not great. And that was when that whole Diablo backlash happened with, like, trying to announce Diablo Immortal as this big thing and not really having anything else ready which Diablo Immortal still isn't out so uh, yeah. I, I don't know it's just like do they have anything in their in the pipeline I feel like probably not yeah I don't think anything's coming down for a while because you still have like Diablo Immortal has yet to hit which nobody's going to get excited about if they talk about that um, Warcraft 3 Reforged is not out yet which is cool as a cool idea it's just like I'm not that pumped about it because it's not new yeah um, exactly like I I probably would buy it and play it if they especially if they had custom games um, which it sounds like they're going to but and then like you what you have WoW Classic which they'll talk about you have probably a new WoW patch or potentially feels too early for an expansion um overwatch <laughs> well yeah they have the overwatch um what is their overwatch cup or something like that coming? yeah they'll probably they'll do a ton of esports i'm sure but but yeah, I, honestly maybe i'm just one of the uh, just a little bit too old for esports i don't really get into esports that much have you ever watched any esports i think i watched some back when it first came out in like what was that 2007 or so i watched maybe an hour but like i i can't really put it on at my house because a my girls don't really care for that and my wife doesn't really care for it so it's one of the things that if i put it on the tv then everybody else can be like why are we watching this why is this this is dumb so you know i don't really put it on and i don't really want to walk around with it on my phone because you have to really watch it. It's not something you can listen to. Oh, yeah. You know, like with other sporting events, you can just listen to the event and, and kind of be able to see what's going on and follow the, the game. But with esports, you really have to watch because that's the the epicness of it is you see moves and 
you know strategies that get implemented and you're just like oh shoot that was crazy awesome but you have you only know that because you're watching so. i never thought overwatch was that fun to watch Mm. Uh, at least compared to some other things. I don't watch esports hardly ever at all anymore, but I used to watch Dota 2 when they have, like when they had the international every year. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'd watch that and then get sucked into like who the good teams were and then watch their matches and stuff like that. Um, and League of Legends has their own, you know, thing that they do every year or throughout the year that I, it, those games I feel like are, I don't play either of them and those were still pretty interesting to get into, but I like the way the flow of the games go, I guess a little bit more for watching uh, because it's you're, you know, they're switching between lanes with those games and then you end up seeing a lot of the big team fights, which is when they like start yelling and like every, all the abilities are going off and you don't really understand like if you don't play what everything is, but yeah, at least it's like, it's a top down. So you can really easily see like, the colors like oh this is this team and this is that team and if you understand the game like it's it's interesting overwatch is just so chaotic though um yeah and it's it's really hard unless you have really good casters but even then it's still like kind of bizarre to watch yeah that's why i've never really gotten completely into watching anything on twitch or or you know any of the other areas um but speaking of Overwatch, that's the other thing. And actually, I think there's one more thing I want to talk about after this one. Um, but with Overwatch, they've changed this next season a little bit. So in the past, you can pretty much party with whoever you want to and you'd be good to go. Well, they've decided to change that and they're banning Grandmaster stacking. So if you have a skill rating of over 4,000 uh, or 4,000 or higher, you can't party with anybody else except for one other person they only allow you to have one person in your party that you select so like one friend um so i doubt we would ever get to that spot for us but it does affect other people who potentially have a lot of friends who are really good and talented um that yeah if you now are four thousand or higher you're gonna have to split up your team and your group of who you play with and potentially it's only you and one other person. So, which kind of sucks because the truth is that's what makes Overwatch fun is playing with your friends. Well, I'm, um, I was reading more to see like how, what the numbers are. And I found a little bit. Grandmaster, which is, yeah, 4,000 or higher, is the top 500 players in any region, if I'm reading that right. So that's only 500 people. That's true. So like I understand why they're doing it because if you have people like four stacking which not that it, not that that's not fair because then they're going to try and match them against another four stack um but i would imagine then it, the queue times are going to take forever if they want it to be perfectly fair um yeah with 500 people total <laughs> um so i they're probably just doing it for queue times um which then if you get the queue times down and allow people to play more games then it's probably going to the rankings are going to be more effective as well because you get more matches in but um, against different people will it be you know how often will so i guess that means the average person's going to have a chance to play uh you know a, a grandmaster more often because they're they're going to be yeah like you said there's more people in the queue then since they're not stacking against other stacks and so you'll be 
if you're in the higher end, like in the 30, 3,700 range, you'll probably have a chance to be able to get, um, to play against a grandmaster, I oh, guess. Oh, like in one of area. them drop down and yeah, get in a party of a bunch of lower people. Yeah. So. Yeah, hmm. I guess I for that rank, I don't think I. It probably makes sense for what they're trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> There's a guy on on Twitter. I don't know if this guy's a like a pro player, but he's like, next season grandmasters can only solo or duo queue. Good first step. Thank you. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> I think. Uh, yeah, and he's in the. It is saying something about like he's in the the esports scene, but oh, okay. I would imagine it's probably a helpful change for for that level of play. But man, I can't imagine. I think I don't know what what rank we were at when we played, but couldn't have been that much more than two thousand. I don't think. No, I think the highest. I think you got to like twenty seven hundred, maybe three thousand, and I think my highest. I think I got was twenty one hundred, but it didn't last long. No, it won't. We're still so. trying to push on Rocket League. Takes all my time anymore. <laughs> I do want to try maybe this next season to to do a few competitives just to see if my skill has gone up or down since <laughs> we played last. Fight's probably gone down. I don't. So. I think when we used to be super, at least at our highest, I was probably playing Soldier exclusively, and yeah. Now I feel like I just kind of goof off and play who I think is fun. Yeah. So the last thing I was going to ask you, it's kind of video game related, and I sent it, I posted it in Slack today, I don't know if you actually watched the trailer or not, but what are, you, what are your thoughts on the Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming out? Oh, I didn't, I don't, I think there's a new trailer out. I've seen maybe the tease from before, but I, honestly, it doesn't look that good, it doesn't look that great. Um, yeah, my big thing is I don't like how they animated the, the hedgehog that's he looks... probably the worst and that was the thing from the teaser before that they kind of released what he was going to look like and everybody was like what the heck yeah he seems too pointy yeah i don't and too skinny maybe i, I don't know i i feel like they they made him look too much like a person you know like a person's body um and just uh, too pointy it just didn't seem like it was actually like sonic because Sonic had an abnormally large head and large eyes, or at least like a large white area around his eyes. I'm putting Here, the trailer on right now so I can see. Because this is more a lot more footage than I have seen. Oh, oh man, okay. yeah, <laughs> he looks really weird. Yeah, I mean Jim Carrey's in it, and I I honestly like Jim Carrey as an actor. I think he can always do good. Um, he's the bad guy, the villain, um, Doctor or whatever his name is. And I don't know. I have I'm I'm bummed because I don't like how they animated Sonic first. And after that I'm like, okay, I could probably get into it and watch it, but yeah. The animated of Sonic is terrible. It doesn't look like Sonic, yeah. His face. It's just his face is wrong. Yeah. Very, um, very wrong. I honestly I'm not that like super attached to Sonic, so I don't know if I was gonna be interested in this anyway that much oh. i don't know like i can't remember ever playing sonic that much maybe it like i don't know what was it on was it on nintendo sega oh sega i don't know if we ever had a sega no i didn't either but whenever my parents went shopping at like office depot or even at costco back in the day they would have a sega setup that you could go like a demo and i'd always ask my mom like hey can i stay here and just play this she's like okay stay here don't go anywhere else um 
and she would just leave me there to and go shopping while I played Sonic. <laughs> you can't do that anymore these days. <laughs> you can. You just get thrown in prison. Yeah, that's true. It has a Man, lot pa- of dislikes. Oh yeah, no the the <laughs> likes to dislike Ratio's ratio is out of not good. <laughs> not good. I want to say it's like fifty fifty on YouTube. At least when I saw it last, I don't know if it's right now changed. At least the one I'm clicking on is on Paramount's Paramount Pictures page, and it's hundred fifty one k up and two hundred thirty two k down. <laughs> oh, two to one negative. So, people don't like it. Nice. Yikes. That's... A lot of people like Sonic though, so I, they're gonna get crazy about it if it's if it's not very good. <laughs> yeah, and the, the other thing too that bugs me is they could have gone with like Brian's um, electronic, whatever his techno, whatever kind of music is. Synthwave. There we go. Brian, sorry, I apologize. I know you're yelling at the your <laughs> your earbuds right now, but Synthwave. They could have used Synthwave music for Sonic. Instead, they play Gangsters Paradise or whatever. Oh, really? <laughs> I don't have the audio on because I'm just watching the footage. But Or even like um, Sonic music. Yeah. <laughs> or something something like evoking of that old video game vibe. Yeah, and really, literally anything. But like Coolio is just not... <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I was kind of disappointed with it too. I will, you know, if if I ever get an opportunity to watch it for free, I might watch it, but I won't go to the theaters for it. I Truth feel I like go to theaters enough anyway. I, I it's kind of in the same spot for me as like the Pikachu detective movie. Oh yeah, seriously. <laughs> Which I uh. I, I, I wasn't really into Pokemon either, and I'm just like, <laughs> it looks ridiculous. It looks so um, dumb. And I don't know if yeah, I wouldn't pay money to watch it, but yeah, who knows? Who knows? Well, that's pretty much wraps up our week. Um, like I said, it, we've been kind of focusing a little bit on the movie and TV industry this year or this week and because, hey, it's been a little more interesting than what's happening in the news personally. Um, but I hope everybody who's listening continues to have an epic week. And tell a friend about the show. Don't forget to give us a rating and review. Follow us on Twitter at WBGCast. Um, and if you want to support the show as well, feel free to go to patreon.com forward slash WBGCast as well. So... Until next time, see you next week.